podcast and our Facebook lives on Wednesday, but if you remember, we had some torrential storms and I think some tornado-like activity. So we rescheduled and we are here on Friday right before happy hour. That's how we like it, right, Erin? Yes. <laughs> so if this is your first time watching or listening, The Twelfth Hour is a podcast in a show based out of Nashville, Tennessee. And really, we, we keep it kind of vague. It's just interesting things for interesting people. And so I happen to find... Erin McCarley, really interesting. And so she's going to talk to us a little bit today about what's coming up uh, and, and play a few songs too. If you'd like to download some of our previous podcasts, you can go to Stitcher if you're on Android or iTunes if you're like me and addicted to your iPhone 7 or 8, whichever model I have now. All right. So without further ado, Erin McCarley, thank you so much for joining us in the studio today. Thanks for having me. Of course. And I know we've been talking about having you on for some time, but you've been a little bit busy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You've been a little bit busy. In fact, I was looking up, I mean, I was all over the video good, which I want to talk a little bit more about that because that's just, if you haven't seen the video, you have to. And then you just came out of left field again with another video um, out of the fog. And so let's talk a little bit about the single good though, because this is, I think, a big song for you for your upcoming album. And it's, from my opinion, it's a bit of a departure from some of your previous work. Would you agree on that? Yeah, I yeah. think so. Yeah. I don't know, depart, maybe more of a, uh, just a big progression. Love that. Yeah. So how has the creative process been? Uh, it's been a while since you had your last album, and I know you've been working really hard on putting out some new material. How's that been? Um, I mean, it's been incredible because I've had a lot of time here in Nashville uh, with different friends and different, you know, new people that I've met along the way in the, in the pop world and, um, and getting to, to do music with my friends, with these new friends and staying here, which I think my first two rec, well, my first record I did, I was living in San Diego at the time, but coming back and forth and, um, and, you know, writing with different people, but my second record, I was all over the place and wound up doing it in London and uh, and then this one has just been solely here, and I've taken my time. I mean, I started writing these songs probably three years ago. Oh, but, wow. Yeah, so of course the new ones that I'm working on now, I'm like, <laughs> new project, or maybe I throw away the ones that I did three years ago, and my husband's like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> just get it out. Just get it out. Just get it out. So, um it's actually kind of what that song is about, good, because it's just like stalling because of, you know, fear of failure and uh, being scared. I mean, just, I, I have stage fright, you know, different things, just stressing out for, yeah. for no reason, trying to get over that. Well, it's interesting because the video um, got for good, I, I like how you've mentioned that, you know, you're, you're in Nashville, but you've, you've been around, you know, traveling and doing all that. You actually shot the video overseas, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Okay, so again, you have to check this video out. I think we're going to include it in our post because it's that good. Oh, Talk thanks. a little bit about the interpretation of that video and yeah. how, I mean, it's just an explosion of, I think, art in that video with the oh, dancing thanks. and everything. Yeah, I, um, oddly enough, I, I'm not on social media a lot. I should be more probably for my career, but um, <laughs> I... I, I used to dance growing up and love watching dancers on Instagram. And, you know, I always find myself in the black hole of like, you know, how did I get here? And I don't know how I got there. I honestly don't. But I got to this kid's page. His name is Linus, Linus, uh, Linus Vonstenberg. And I just loved his 
his mood, his the way that he carried himself, but there was a depth to it. And it was subtle. The way he dances, it wasn't dramatic. It wasn't overly dramatic. It just, there's something about him. So I direct messaged him and he got back to me right away. And I was just like, I don't, I mean, I had already made three video, three or four videos. I haven't released all of them yet, but, um, I thought I cannot make another music video. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I've got to do something with him. I don't know what, and I I was about to release the uh, good, and I thought, man, I need a visual for that, and he would be so perfect for it. So we talked in December. That's when I reached out, and I wound up getting on a plane and going over to Switzerland where he lives. He's 19. Um, his family moved there five years ago from Germany, and a little bit, a, a few things were lost in translation. He speaks very good English, but... Uh, I thought I was going to stay with he and his girlfriend um, and winds up I'm going to stay with his whole family <laughs> with like the little brothers and sisters running around. It was so cute and it was totally cool. They were gracious hosts and so hung out with he and his girlfriend and family for like six days and then oh, wow and shot the video at the end. But I, I gave him I, w- I was I gave him so much of that create a freedom to do what he wanted to do because I was like I don't even want to be in it and he's like you have to be in it and he was like so I was gonna say that it's really unusual for you to put for for at least when I notice music videos a lot of times the artist is on the forefront which makes sense it's your video but you really even watching it it was like a trance to see him dancing and you had you know you were obviously in the video but it was just such an interesting perspective. And then when you really listen to the words, yeah, uh, you know, I feel like visually you're someone you do you videos. I mean, a lot of people still, they kind of phone it in on videos. Yeah. And I feel like just from watching your career, videos are kind of a, a way for you to really get the message out of what you're trying to say. Yeah. I feel like your videos are very thoughtful. Yeah. Speaking of videos. <laughs> so again, I was in a trance with that video out of the fog literally just came out. Mm. And this is a complete 180, I would say, not as far as your musical tone, but visually. Mm-hmm. Um, tell us a little bit about that one, too. Oh, my goodness. Um, a good friend of mine, Fairlight Hubbard, yeah, in town, she directed it. And we, uh, I think I showed her the song. We actually shot this at the end of 2015, the beginning of 2016. Oh, wow. And then worked on the edit. It was a, a really beast of an edit. Um, but... She connected to the song when I played it to her, and she's like, I would, I'd love to make a beautiful image, imagery, you know, out of this. And we want it to have a really patient feel and not rush through anything because the song is kind of that, you know. And as the song progresses, it gets a little more chaotic, kind of the inside of my head. And, um, you know, and it's 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 dealing with my struggle of depression and anxiety and all of that stuff. So, I don't. We just wanted it to go there, and yeah. it is like we were talking before this interview about it being a little sexy. And I had another person that interviewed or that sent me some questions to answer, talking about the sexiness of the video. And I did that was not even in my head when we were shooting it. Yeah, but it just came. I mean, obviously the production of the song it has a set like a groove you yeah, know it's very vibey yeah so we wanted it to have that that yeah that groove but yeah I don't know there's like a, a sexy strength maybe I was gonna say I think it comes strength, yeah it comes out sexy because you're just owning it 
Like it's, oh, you know, it's, it's like, it's like, you're not like, look at me, look at me, right. but it's just kind of that I'm owning this and this is what I'm saying. Yeah. That's, that's what I got out of it. Yeah. So you're going to perform good and you're going to perform another song later called Dignity, Make Up Your Mind, Make Your Mind Up. I'm sorry. Um, so that one, no that one has a little bit of a tone to it as well, right? Dignity does. It's so different. That is a departure from what I've done in the past. And I'm so I've, I've got a chunk of songs right now that fit in that tone subject matter wise mm-hmm. and I'm so excited to release it but this is the first time playing either of these songs on guitar on acoustic I mean I wrote them on guitar but not like you know well I haven't heard Dignity make your mind up and I can't <laughs> wait to hear it but before that so you've been maneuvering through the music scene for quite some time you've been on the top billboard 100 charts shows all over the world but I'm curious to know you know how has it been being an artist out of Nashville, Tennessee, especially, I think I still think there's this preconceived notion that it's country or it's Americana or it's folk. I know. And it's, like, it's crazy. Like, how yeah. are people still saying that? It's just nuts to me. There's great R and B. There's yeah. great pop. Um, you know, how how has it been maneuvering through the music industry, especially since it's evolved and changed so much since you started? When I first started, uh, I guess 2007, eight ish is when I was uh, signing with a label. The label was out of New York, and they were they wanted me to never mention the word Nashville. I mean, it was so weird about that they had a stigma towards it of you know because at the time it just was so different and yeah. it wasn't cool. Yeah. And now I guarantee you, if I was still with that label, they would be like pushing the Nashville yeah. story. Um, That's interesting. Yeah. So. Um, I already forgot the question. <laughs> I mean, there's been so much change, and you've oh, been so from much being signed yeah. to a label. You're an independent right. artist, and all that. Yeah, that. I mean, it's been crazy transitions for me personally, and just to like wrap my head around all of it. It's it's my story, and it's my process, mm-hmm. and I had to go through all of the different ways. You know, it's like the first record. A lot of times, people's first record isn't out in the open and pushed out and marketed. Right. It's just like you kind of do it in your own little world and bubble. But so I think maybe even like hearing the songs that I'm doing now, it's like, whoa, that's so different from them. But so many people never hear other artists' first record that they. Yeah, that's a good point. That they conjure up, you know. Yeah. And I'm 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 lucky that that happened, um, and that people believed in it from during that first record but I don't know I have I have really good supporters that I met back then in the music industry I I could still call up that label that I was with and yeah have a beer it wasn't (laughs) there was no no bad vibes but I have strong ideas of what I want and who I am and what I want to do and it feels good to be on my own doing that it's hard. Mm-hmm. It, it is, is hard. not easy. <laughs> Creative control comes with the price. Yes. Yes, it does. Yeah. As you smile. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and cry. And cry. <laughs> okay, so you mentioned earlier, you're still kind of in a newlywed phase. Your partner's also in the music industry. So when I think about that, I think, first of all, that could be the most rad thing ever, and I'm sure it has its perks. Mm-hmm. You have somebody to bounce ideas off of. You're collaborative. But I also think about how do you manage to do that between like your schedules and your, you know, your creative process and then just being you. Right. That's a difficult question, I'm sure. Um, we, you know, you say share that we share that creative thing. We, we try not to share our work. Really? 
it our relationship works so much better when we don't. Okay. I mean, if if we're if we're if I need to record a cover song for a TV show or something, and um, we work well together because the the creative process is kind of already done for us, and yeah. we can just get in there and record it and and whatnot. But sitting together like two nights ago after dinner, we're like, let's write this song. 30 minutes later, we're like, nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> we remember why we don't do this. Oh, my gosh. And you, did you all meet when you were actually part of 10 out of 10? Or how yes. did you all meet? Yeah, yeah. We we were actually, I was living, we, you know, we met as friends first. Um, I was living in San Diego. He, no, 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 I was living in Nashville. And, but we both got flown out to do a show in L.A. And we met at that show. Um and then I started asking him about, I had just moved to Nashville, and I was like, I need, I want, I need to play some live shows. Who should I talk to? I want to get involved in the community that you're in, that kind of music. And, you know, yeah. so he helped navigate me, and then we just naturally. There you go. Yep. There you have it, and then you get married, and ta-da! Ta-da! <laughs> and so, you know, you've already mentioned a few names. You're a highly collaborative artist, and it sounds like you like to, like, give a lot of freedom to the people that you work with because mm. their voice is yeah. as loud as yours and all that. But I'm curious to know, who are some fellow uh, musicians, artists out there that you just can't get enough of right this second? Right this second. I mean, I was so obsessed with Beyonce's Lemonade the last, the whole time it's been out, yeah. I, I just, I wore it out. <laughs> yeah. Wore it completely out. The visuals, everything, like, just, like, touched every fiber of my body. Loved it. Um, Beck has been, oh. through his career, like, I love the stuff that he did with the Dust Brothers back in, I think it was, like, early 2000s. And I'm such a pop baby, so I go... I, I love Sea Change that he did, but I love all the programming stuff that he does, and it's always chopping up a lot of organic beats. And so he's always been instrumental in what I've done, even though maybe some of my older work doesn't sound like it, but I feel like I've uh, brought it to the forefront a little more with the production that I've I've done recently. Oh, yeah, the, like the kind of synthy, but like vibey. Like Dirty I, guitars. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, I love yeah. that. And Beyonce, I, I, I can see where the visual aesthetic of what she does has translated even to your like recent music videos where it's like, it's very interpretive. Yeah. It's very cool. All right. So before you perform two songs for us, mm -hmm. give us the scoop. What is coming up? When's the album coming out? What, what should we expect next? Well, I mean, like I said, I've got this little bunch of newer songs. I mean, they're all going to be new to you, but that I'm, I'm still wanting to release a few more singles before I release the full project. So you, I, I have another video. Oh, boy. In the, in the what do you call it? In the can. In the can um, that will come out for a song called Sexicon. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even imagine what this video, because your videos are all... So different. I, I even still remember the I Can Be Somebody video, mm. too, where I think it was Alistair Ann. Yes. I remember Alistair was oh, one of the first. Oh, she's so good. Per, well, I think she was one of the first people that I met when I was in Nashville. Really? But so visually dynamic, but again, so different than what you're doing right now from an aesthetic standpoint. So right. it's always, it's like, what is she going to do on video next? You never know. Yeah. Speaking of which, 
before you perform, where can we go to support you? Where can we go and see your videos, download, stock you, do all that? You have a website, I know. Yeah. I've been on it. AaronMcCarley.com. Keep it simple. And Aaron McCarley on all the socials. Um, and YouTube, I mean. Yeah. You're everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to stop singing, and I'm going to let you sing. So are you going to perform good first, or are you going to do Dignity, Make Your Mind Up? I'll do good. All right, cool. If I don't F it up. <laughs> She's not yeah. going to F it up. All right, Erin <laughs> McCarley, good. Sitting on my into the next straight into the next cool so this one is uh right now it's called dignity make your mind up and i wrote this kind of post election 
vibe. family you feel we fighting for your freedom we don't want to bend back time now they yelling from the roof and that is slipping on the truth and driving nails into my mind somehow are we living inside the upside down baby are we living inside the upside down baby Shot into the sky, he's got you buffing up your chest, big boy. They mining for the gold, same shit is getting old. Sending rockets to shock us, 140, don't block us. Woo! Are we living inside the upside? 